Today is Tuesday, February 27, 2018, and you're listening to the official VU News Podcast. I'm Greg Pollitt. And I'm Adam Jar. Links to all the stories we talk about can be found on our weekly newsletter and on news.vujs.org. Last week, we shared slides from Gilliam Chow's ViewConf Amsterdam talk, and this week, we're excited to see Sarah Drasner's talk is now up on YouTube. Sarah definitely knows her stuff. I think you're going to her tutorial on animated interfaces next month at ViewConf.us. Yep, I'm excited to learn from her in person. In this video, though, she gives an overview of animating in Vue, showing how elegantly Vue handles transitions in order to make your app more functional and beautiful. If you have two components with much of the same code, hooks, and data, how might you remove the duplication? Well, isn't that what mixins are for? Yes, that's one way to extract common code, but Bognix wrote another way to reduce duplication using a higher-order component. A higher-order component is a function that takes a component as an argument and returns a new component. Wait, so it's not really a component, it's a function? <laughs> yeah. In his article, he shows how to take two components, which both access a data source in the same way, and implement a with-subscription function which will take a component, add to it the ability to subscribe to a common data source, and return another component. Interesting design pattern. I just mentioned how Vue elegantly handles animations, but what if we want to create an animation that we can reuse throughout several projects? Hmm, I think there's a few ways you could do this. True, and if this is something you're interested in learning, Christy Jorah walks through creating a reusable transition component which uses a slot. Oh, so anything we pass in the slot will animate or transition onto the page when it's loaded? Right, and you can even receive props to allow for adjustable duration of your animation and for switching out a transition element for a transition group element. As you may already know, Next.js is a framework that tries to make it easy to create a robust Vue application. Using libraries like Vue Router, Vuex, Vue Server Renderer, and Vue Meta. And I bring it up because Francisco Greppi wrote an article showing how Nuxt writes your router for you. It just looks in your pages directory and writes a router based on the .vue files it finds in your pages directory. It can even generate dynamic routes. Well, so you don't have to ever configure your router? Well, if you don't do anything out of the box, no. But that's what this article also covers, you know, in in case you need to create custom routes and go beyond what Nux can generate for you, it's super simple to start writing your own routes file, and Francisco shows you how. We've talked recently about how to verify that a new user is signing up for your app with an actual email address, but how do you verify that new user is an actual human? <laughs> you mean not a Russian robot? Right, a living, breathing human being. Well, you could use reCAPTCHA. I've used that before to filter out bots. Yep, you're correct. And Cello wrote up a tutorial on how to use Google reCAPTCHA with Vue.js to do exactly that. I'm not sure I realized how easy it is to load components asynchronously in Vue up until today. Asynchronously. So you mean loading up a Vue application, maybe clicking on a link which causes a request to the server to retrieve the JavaScript code for that component? Right. So you're only loading code for sections of the app that are actually displayed. That's got to speed things up if you have a big application. And I found an article this week by Lobo Tuerto where he shows how easy it is to do asynchronous route loading like you mentioned, as well as dynamic component rendering, where you can load a specific component based on user input using the component tag or element. So like if there's a drop-down menu, based on what choice I select, it's going to render a different component. Yeah, dynamic component rendering. You got it. 
Kairos is an AI engine that provides features such as face detection, face identification, face verification, and more. It can be used to gather insights about users as they interact with your product. Oh my gosh. So I can watch my users' faces and find out if they're happy or sad or in their underwear? That's not creepy. <laughs> yeah, but it looks pretty powerful. You could add face authentication as one of the ways to authenticate your users, or you could use it to know who is interacting with your product to provide a personalized experience for your users and plenty of other use cases. Scotch has a tutorial up that walks you through how to use Kairos to make a simple face recognition app with Vue. You know when you're filling out a form and it has a location field and as you start typing it, it auto-completes the city or business location or address? Yes. Well, do you know how easy it is to make that work with the Google Places auto-complete in Vue? Uh, let me guess, a two-minute job? Well, uh, it's a two-minute job thanks to Henrik Vogelberg, who wrote up the simple code for you. Check out his blog post if you need to implement that location or city field anytime soon with auto-complete. So if you like this podcast and you own an iPhone, we'd like to ask for a small favor. It would mean a lot to us if you took the time to give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Just open up iTunes or your Apple Podcast app and let us know what you think. And if you don't like this podcast, you've been listening to Adventures in Angular. Feel free to leave your bad reviews over on... Hey, now, we don't need to start a fight. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And if you do have any constructive feedback, please tweet us at Viewmastery. See you next week. Hear you next week. <laughs>